Blog Talk Radio. Well, praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome again to Anointed and Appointed Word Ministry with Brother Norman Woodard. I am Brother Norman, and I'll be sharing an anointed and appointed word that will change, challenge, and charge your character to make an impact in this world for the kingdom of God and our Father in heaven. I'd like to send special thanks to Bishop-elect Stephen and Ann Butterfield, who allows me to come before you every Saturday morning and break bread with you. Amen. They have a program which comes on every Saturday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the name of their program is Turn on the Light Broadcast. Turn on the Light Broadcast with Bishop-elect Stephen and Ann Butterfield, which comes on every Saturday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. They're also the assistant pastors at Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International in Stockbridge, Georgia, where their leaders are Archbishop Ruth W. Smith, who is also the co-founder, and his senior pastor is Pastor Oshabar Hartman with his wife, Lady E. Hartman. They have services every Sunday, beginning at 9 a.m. with Sunday school, and 10 a.m. begins their worship service. They have Bible studies every Wednesday, actually every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time. You can call them to this number, 917-388-4161, and listen to the Bible study live. They also have Bible studies every Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at their location. There's Light of the World, Christian Tabernacle International in Stockbridge, Georgia. Actually, Bishop-elect Stephen Ann Butterfield will be ordained this weekend as bishops. Glory to God. Bless them. Thank God for them. Pillars of God's community. Amen. Before we get into the word, we're going to hear a song. Amen. Run down here, come on, let me see you. 
Hallelujah. So long, bye-bye. I dare you to tell your issues, your problems, your circumstances, whatever you're facing, just wave to them and say, so long, bye-bye. Goodbye, pain. Goodbye, sorrow. Goodbye, circumstances. Goodbye, issues. So long, bye-bye. Hallelujah. That sounds like a life of peace, a life of joy. As we mentioned last week, being in this presence, And when we're in his presence, there's the fullness of joy. And at his right hand, a pleasure forevermore. So as long as you're in his presence, there's no sorrow. There's no pain. There's no sadness. There's no issues. There's there's nothing that you can worry about. I dare you to cast your cares on him and let him care for you. Let him handle it. Let him take care of you. Let him do it. Give it to God. And as you give it to him, don't hold on to it. Just let it go. As the song says, let go and let God. So as you give it to him, let it go and wave at it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Glory to God. I don't know about you, but I believe it. Hallelujah. Well, thank you for calling in once again. The first day of July, as we're getting ready to celebrate what people call the the Declaration of Independence, the 4th of July, the Day of Freedom, I declare to you that this day, Today, right now, at this moment, you can be free. Free from all circumstances, all issues. Free from whatever is bothering you, whatever is worrying you. Just wave at it. Bye-bye. Hallelujah. Every time you think about it, just wave at it. Bye-bye. The bad report. Just wave at it. Bye-bye. All the negativity. Just wave at it. Bye-bye. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I dare you just lift your hands and just, just wave. Hallelujah. Wave all your care. Goodbye. Wave all your worrying. Goodbye. Wave all your sorrows. Goodbye. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. That's a sign of worship. That's a sign of praise. That's a sign of surrender. Saying, God, I give it to you. Hallelujah. Let's go. So go ahead and get into the word, amen. Coming out of the book of Revelation. Revelation, the 22nd chapter. We'll start at verse 13. Revelation, the 22nd chapter. Starting at verse 13. And it reads, I am Alpha and Omega, 
the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gate into the city. For without are dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers and murderers and idolaters, whosoever loveth and maketh a lot. I, Jesus, this is who is speaking. And, and, and the Bible that I'm looking at is, is written in red, which means that Jesus is speaking. Verse 16 says, I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright and morning sun. And the spirit and the bride say, come. And let him that hear it say, come. And whosoever will, let him take the water of life for I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book. If any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plague that are written in this book. And if any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. He which testifies these things says, surely I come quick. Amen. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. I'm going to read 21 again. And it reads, He which testifies these things says, Surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so, come, Lord Jesus, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Amen. The title of the message this morning is The Final Word. The Final Word. Let us pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, once again for waking us up for watching over us as we lay down and rest, for charging your angels to be encamped around about, protecting us and keeping us in their care, God, watching over us, fighting off all the fiery darts of the enemy. Thank you, Father, for your word, your word that heals, your word that saves, your word that delivers, your word that sets free, Father. All those who are bound and captive called sin. Thank you, Father, for your son, Jesus, who you sent to be the propitiation for our sin, to stand in the gap, God, to, to take our place, Father, to take the sins of the world to the cross and to die on the cross, Father, to be sacrificed, to be crucified, Allowing Jesus to go to hell for you. But he didn't go there, Father, just to stay, just to suffer. But he went there on a mission to take the keys of hell from Satan, stripping him of all his power, God. And Father, thank you for raising Jesus up on the third day. Just like you said. All power in his hands. And Father, thank you for receiving Jesus into heaven with his sinless, precious 
conquering blood. Hallelujah. Defeating hell and the grave, sin and death. Thank you for the victory, Father. And now, Father, as we receive your word, help us to apply to our lives, to make it personal. Thank you for Holy Spirit, our comfort, our guide, our teacher. And thank you for you, Almighty God, our Father creator of heaven and earth. Thank you for considering us, for calling us your own God, your people, your children, your sons and daughters, to those who have received your son Jesus as Lord and Savior. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Final word. When we look at the Bible, everything that is written, getting to the end, the last word in the Bible, Revelation, the 22nd chapter, verse 21. Let's look at it again. It says, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. It's interesting that this word, amen, is the last word in the Bible. The the final word. This, this, This seals the book. Everything that that is written, everything that is recorded, everything that has been said, amen, is the final word. Amen. Let's let's look at that word, amen. We we, we hear it so much, but but do, do people really know and understand what amen means? Let's look at it. Amen in, in the, the, the Webster Dictionary. Y'all know I love that, that, that dictionary. Amen. Used to express solemn ratification as of an expression of faith. A hearty approval as of an assertion. Amen is a declaration of or or affirmation or an assertion to state positively or confidently without need for proof or regard for evidence. That that's what amen means. To state positively or confidently without need for proof or regard for evidence. A lot of preachers like to ask a question. Can I get an amen? And, and, and you have those who said, I already brought my amen with me. That, that 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 sometimes means that this this gonna be a hard word to swallow. Might might not get many amen, but I brought my own amen with glory to God. Amen, amen is a a transliteration of a Hebrew word signifying something as certain, sure and valid, truthful, and faithful. It is sometimes translated, so be it, or it is done. 
So 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 when we when we look at the, the, the final word in the Bible, Amen. It's it, it's actually saying, Toby, every everything that that has been recorded, everything that has been said. So be it, or it is done. It's already done. You you don't need proof or evidence because it's the word of God. And God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. If he said it, it shall come to pass. So the question is, did he say it? And and, and if he said it, so be it. And if he said it, it is done. If, if he said it, as some say, you can bank on it. You can count on it. You can trust it. You can rest assured that it shall come to pass. Let's look at Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians, the first chapter. Second Corinthians, the first chapter. Verse twenty. Going at verse 20. 2 Corinthians, the first chapter, going at verse 20. All the promises of God in him are yea and in him, amen. Unto the glory of God by us. Now, we've all heard. The saying, actually, not true. The saying is, promises are made to be broken. Well, it, it depends on who's making the promise. This here says, the promises of God. And not just one, it didn't pick and choose. It says, for all the promises of God in him are yea and in him, amen. Well, well, who is in him? Let's go back up. Let's look at verse 18. On at verse 18, and it reads, But as God is true, we can stop right there. But as God is true, God is true. Just think about that. God is true. So, so whatever God said is true. He, he's not a man that he should lie. Satan, it says, is the father of lies. But God is true. Then it goes on to say, our word toward you was not yea and nay. The Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was preached among you by us, even by me and Sylvanus and Timotheus, was not yea and nay, but in him was yea. There, there it is. In him. In who? In the Son of God, Jesus Christ. So, so that, that's why I said 
for all the promises of God in him, all the promises of God in the Son of God, in Jesus Christ, in him are yea, and in him, amen. Unto the glory of God by us. Now he which us he which establishes us with you in Christ and hath anointed us is God, who hath also sealed us and given us the earnest of the Spirit in our heart. The Spirit, Holy Spirit. Who, who, who agrees with the word of God. So, so in, in this, look, look at this. You see, you see God, you see the Son of God, who is Jesus, and you see the Spirit, who is Holy Spirit. That's called a trinity. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. All of them are working together. Man, if 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 if, if you if you get the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit working together, that's Amen, right there. That that's so be it. It is done. No if and but about it. It is done. So for all the promises of God in him and in Christ Jesus are yea and amen. Now promises. Let's look at promise. Promise to to send forth. To send forth, John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God gave his, God sent forth his Son. He gave us a promise. I'm, I'm, I'm sending my son, Jesus. I'm, I'm sending my promise. And if, if you believe, if you believe in him, in, in, in my son, in in my promise, you shall not perish, but you shall have everlasting life. That, that's a promise of God. It's a promise to, to, to send forth a, a declaration that one will do or refrain from doing something specified. God is declared. If you believe, there's another scripture that says, if you believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Listen to that. If you believe, All things are possible to him who believes. Let's let's look at that. Well, let's let's, let's look at this. St. Mark, the fifth chapter. St. Mark, the fifth chapter. And we're going to start at 
Start at verse verse twenty one. Verse twenty one. Verse 21, St. Mark, the fifth chapter, verse 21. Just want to show us something. And it reads, and when Jesus was passed over again by ship unto the other side, much people gathered unto him, and he was nigh unto the sea. And behold, there cometh one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name. And when he saw him, he fell at his feet and besought him great, saying, My little daughter lieth at the point of death. I pray thee, come and lay thy hands on her, that she may be healed, and she shall live. And Jesus went with him, and much people followed him and thronged him. And a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years and had suffered many things of many positions and had spent all that she had and was nothing better, but rather grew worse. All the money she had. The more money she spent, the worse she got. Verse 27 reads, when she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, listen to this, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. What kind of faith is that? All of these people trying to try, trying to get to Jesus, trying to trying to touch him, trying to touch his hand, trying to touch his face. But but she said, if if I can only touch his clothes. Now now now, picture this: you have all these people surrounding Jesus. And it says she 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 came from the press. She she pressed her way. So in, in in order for her for her to to get to Jesus, she got down on her knees. Glory to God. Look at that. That that that's the sign of that's the that's that's the posture of prayer. She 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 got down on her knees and 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 she pressed. Away. She 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 maneuvered through people until she got to his clothes. The 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 the, the part that was dragging on the ground. Glory to God. She said, If I can Touch his clothes. The 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 the, the dirty part. The 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 the, the, the part that, that's dragging on the ground. He said, I shall behold. And it says, and straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up. The fountain of her blood. That means leak. Her 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 her. her a blood was 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 flowing out of her wounds, out of her scars, out of her sores. The fountain of her blood. See, as soon as she touched 
the dirtiest part of his clothes. Instantly, immediately, dried up. And she felt in her body that she was healed of the plague. Just like that. If you only, and then it says, and Jesus immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, now, now, understand, all of these people are surrounding Jesus. You 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 got you got hands on his on his shoulders. You got you got hands on his back. You get you got hands on his arms. Some some try to have have hands in, in his in his hair, touching his face, and turned around and said, "Who touched my clothes? Glory to God! How can you feel somebody touching your clothes through all of that?" And I'm, I'm sure people are already tugging on his clothes. But, but he, he didn't say who, 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 who pulling my clothes. He said, who touched my clothes. Because of her faith. Because of her believing and trusting and confidently proclaiming that if if I touch his cloak, I shall be made whole. Verse 31 says, and his disciples said, Unto him, thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou, who touched me? That, that's what the disciples ask. Oh, you see all these people around you, Jesus, and you ask him, who touched me? And he looked around about to see her that had done this thing. He was looking. For faith. He wasn't looking for a person. He was looking for faith. And when he saw faith, said he he looked around about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. You don't have to make up anything. Tell him the truth. Yes, yes, Jesus, I I, I did it. it. It was me. I'm guilty. Call confession. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy faith. While he yet spake, there came from the ruler of the synagogue's house, church, which said, Thy daughter is dead. Why troublest thou the master any further? So he was on his way to Jairus' house to, to, to heal Jairus' daughter. But he, he was interrupted by the woman with the issue of blood. And so and so after that moment, he was approached 
the final word that that, that says, amen, that, that, that says, it is done, that, that says, so be it. Be not afraid. Only believe. Verse 37 says, and he suffered no man to follow him, save Peter and James and John, the brother of James. Why is that? Because everybody else, everybody else feared. Everybody else believed what they said. He's dead. So, so he took Peter, James, who believed, those who, who, who knew what Jesus was about to do. And he came into the house of the ruler of the synagogue and seeth the tomb of and them that wept and wailed greatly. And when he was come in, he said unto them, Why make ye this ado? The damsel is not dead. Hmm. Now, now that that woman, he didn't say that that they took a goat, a horse, nothing. They, they didn't have cars. They walked after it was said that she is dead. So 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 by the time they they, they got there, some more time had passed. But but when when Jesus showed up, glory to God. Did y'all feel that? When Jesus showed up, he questioned them. He said, why make ye this ado? And we, the damsel is not dead, but sleeping. The final word. He wanted them. To think about what he said, he, he wanted them. He, he wanted them to change how they were feeling. He brought the good news. He says, "She's not dead, but she's sleeping." And and look at their response. Verse forty says, "And they laughed him to scorn." <laughs> but look at his reaction. After they, after they laughed, or even while they were laughing, he said, but when he had put them all out, glory to God. Those who are laughing, those who are making fun of, those who are mocking, got to go. Got to go. I, I, don't, I don't need to. So y'all, y'all take take all that with you. Take your laughing, take take your scorning, take take your mocking, take your doubt, take your fear. Get out. But when he has put them all out, he taketh the father and the mother of the devil, and them that were with him, and entereth in where the damsel was lying. And he took the damsel by the hand and said unto her, Talitha Kumi, damsel, I say unto thee, arise. Imagine this little girl laying in his bed. And you have all these people in one thing. He's gone. 
Another one said, he's dead. Another one said, well, that's it. It's over. Jesus shows up. And spoke to her. And said, Talitha Kuhn, damsel, I say unto thee, whatever had, had been spoken over you before I got here, now I'm here, and I say, arise. Giving you the final word. And it says, and straightway the damsel arose and walked, for she was of the age of 12 years. And they were astonished with a great astonishment. And he charged them straightly that no man should know it and commanded that something should be given her to eat. He was home. She went from them saying she was dead. What has been spoken over you? Who have you been listening to? Who are you surrounded by that speaking this and that and saying, this and that. Well, well, you know, they say. Well, you know, I heard. Whose report will you believe? It said, when Jesus showed up, put out. The doubters. He put out those who were speaking fear. He put out those who were mocking him, those who were scorning him. Who do you have to put out? Who do you have to let go? Who do you have to separate yourself from? Now, 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 understand where 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 he was. Most of these were family members in this room. Let that soak in. Jesus is looking for faith, not for people. He's looking for faith. And and, and once he, he sees faith, he speaks to it. He connects his word with faith. And Jesus connecting to faith is amen. So be it. It is done. The final word to connect your faith With Jesus. With the word of God. And as it says, all the promises of God are in him, in Jesus, in the word of God. Where are the promises? Your promise is in the word of God. And in the word of God, they are yet a man. It is done. So be it. And here's another translation for the word amen. 
I agree. Glory to God. Saying amen is saying I agree. The final word. Love you. God bless you. Thank you, Father, for sending your son, Jesus, for sending your word, for sending your promise. Hallelujah. To combat all of the fears, all of the doubt, all of the laughing, all of the scorning, all of the mocking. Thank you, Father, for your word. The final word that said, it is done. So be it. I agree in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. The final word. Love you. God bless you. Talk to you next week. Anointed and appointed word ministry with Brother Norman Woods.